Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. Happy new moon in Pisces, everyone. We're starting out this Monday morning with a new moon in Pisces. I hope everyone is waking up feeling a little bit lost, dreamy, lazy, all the good Pisces stuff. Um, Kids don't have school. It's a holiday. Hopefully some of you don't have work. Now, the new moon was exact at 2.05 a.m. this morning. However, we're really going to be bathing in this new moon energy until it moves into Aries on Wednesday. When we look at the moon phases, the new moon, the full moon, um, all of that energy is very active while it stays in the sign that it had its phase in. So, you know, we're going to talk about that today. And then we got Aries, I mean Venus, also moving into Aries today. Uh, At the end of the week, we have Mercury in Aquarius, Trine, Mars, and Gemini. And tomorrow, the moon in Pisces, still in Pisces, will square Mars and Gemini. And then it's uh, Mercury squares Uranus. So we have a little bit of a dynamic week, uh, but a very soft, slow, lazy dynamic week. Nothing too major. It's going to feel a little bit better than last week did. Last week was good, but there was some intense melancholy, serious energy that I know a lot of us felt. And I didn't have too serious of conversations. However, my all-over energy just felt very um, serious and tired. Now, to add to that, I don't know if I talked about it on last week's episode, Mars... Mars and Gemini has been a really uh, intense but good transit for me because it's really close aspecting my natal charts. I have it. It's been conjunct my sun. It's been conjunct Mercury. And right now, since last week, it has been squaring my moon and ascendant in the first house in Virgo. So since last week, uh, I have not slept. (laughs) Either my children, they have been very active in the middle of the night. They either come to my bed, they wake me up, they're waking up at like 5.30, 6 in the morning. I'm just having trouble sleeping. I'm not well rested. And I remember this happening because when Mars entered... When Mars entered Gemini, it had this is like the third time since August I've had this. So I know it will pass. So it entered Gemini and it squared my sun, I think at the end of August, probably the beginning of September. And then it went retrograde and it went back and it went backwards and squared. And I remember that happening around October, November. And that's when I first realized, oh shit, I'm getting like no sleep right now because Mars, you know, in Gemini, a very active sign. Um is disrupting my moon in the first house with my ascendant, my sleep, uh, my my cozy, good feeling, uh, rested body is not feeling rested. And Mars moves about a half a degree a day. And we feel these conjunctions within the strongest within three degrees either way, leading up to the exact and exiting the exact. So I got, I'm still in it. Last night I thought for sure I'd be sleeping and somehow I woke up this morning still exhausted. So I hope that this is a pretty good episode for you guys. I'm making the prediction. Um, it's now at 15 degrees Mars and my moon and ascendant are both at 14 degrees in my first house of self. And I am making predict- prediction, I guess. I'm not good at math, so half degree day. I By hopefully Thursday, Friday, I'll be getting some real sleep. I thought it was going to be Tuesday. Uh-uh. It's going to be by the end of the week. And I am definitely exhausted. I love sleeping. Having a moon in the first house, sleeping, resting, relaxing, they're very important to me and very um, important for my all-over well-being. 
And I think in general, actually, for most of us, uh, but especially if you have a close aspected moon, you know, with yourself or maybe uh, conjunct your sun, it's definitely going to be extra, extra important to you. And I'm curious, how has Mars and Gemini been affecting a lot of you guys? Reach out. Let me know what is happening with that. So the new moon in Pisces, we'll talk about that. And then I want to talk about before we jump into the other transits, what I did this weekend, because I'm also very open hearted right now. So we have the new moon in Pisces, which was like I said, officially at 2.05 a.m. We're waking up with this new moon feeling. And we'll be feeling it until Wednesday. Now, I feel like last week, we really and the transits leading up to this new moon. We're really about opening up those skeletons, opening up those skeletons in our closet, seeing our patterns, seeing our behaviors, seeing those tough things that we're ready to let go of. Now, Pisces is the end of the Zodiac. This is the last new moon of this Zodiac year. And then we begin the Zodiac year in um, Aries season with the spring equinox. It's a brand new um, zodiacal, is that the right word? Yeah, the zodiacal year, brand new. So leading up to this moment, we're freeing ourselves of some of those skeletons. We're not afraid to look anymore. We don't want to avoid. We've sort of emerged with it, um, immersed with it. I try to, you know, blend two words there. Immersed with it and we sat with it and now we're ready to remove it. We're ready to forgive. I feel like this new moon is a lot about forgiveness forgiveness and love i say this on every podcast episode are stronger than hate and resentment and hopefully the transits leading up to this new moon you really um looked and removed and saw parts of yourself that maybe were resentful that maybe were painful i know for me last week i had like these resentments come up that that kind of surprised me and the week before that really took me by surprise, but instead of running from them or adding anger, I sat with it. I just sat with my resentment and I looked at it and I really paid attention to my body and where did I really feel this resentment and why did I feel this resentment? And I felt it because it was ego. It touched the ego. It touched the pain body. Um, and that's where I really felt that. So now we have this Newman and Pisces and we those skeletons are exposed. We saw how we've been swimming with them and how we've been in the underworld. And with Pisces, it's associated with the other world, with the underworld, with blending um, worlds because it's at the end of the zodiac. So, and sometimes that's why Pisces get lost. You know, we're in the, we're in Pisces season right now. And I know a lot of Pisces, I love you guys. You guys are all in my life. Um, but oftentimes Pisces have a hard time um, being settled in life. They are very intuitive with what's going on and they can get lost in their mind and get lost in their souls a little bit. And then they come alive. I feel like Pisces are the best during Pisces season. They just like just warm up, hey, their world. And then the rest of the year is, you know, ups and downs as they flow um, through through timelines and through all kinds of other crazy shit. So we are now going to free ourselves with this new moon, begin this new moon, new moon, we're going to free ourselves of that resentment, of that anger, of that pain um, that has been holding us back. We have here, when we become adults, layer upon layer upon layer of pain. 
And that pain hardens us. And then it hardens all of our interactions with people in life because we're scared to get hurt. Each time we get hurt, we may think, oh, we're over it. We're moving on. I'm strong. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just going to yell at that person or be mean and just never talk to them again. However, that energy is still in us. It stays in us. So we're going to start with forgiveness. Like I said, we're going to focus these next couple days on forgiveness. And remember, if you want to be forgiven, I just had this lecture with my son the other day, yesterday with his brother, then you must forgive. People don't always agree with that. But if you want to be forgiven, you must always forgive. We oftentimes get caught up in the anger and the resentment that we have towards other people that we forget <laughs> all the times that we probably acted out and other people have that against us, right? And But yeah, we want to be forgiven, but we don't want to forgive others. Um, I know I keep talking about this. I feel like the last two months has been a lot of themes around forgiveness. So uh, hopefully you guys are finally forgiving and internalizing what I'm saying here. So we want to sit with ourselves quietly today, tonight, tomorrow, and before Wednesday. All it takes is five minutes out of your time, 10, 20, 20 if you really want to go there, but at least five, 10 minutes, okay? I would recommend 20 though. Sift with yourself quietly. However you get into that meditative zone, maybe you listen to some guided meditations, maybe you like to be outside, maybe you just can sit, maybe you're in your car. Either way, sit with yourself quietly and say to yourself first, I forgive myself. First of all, I forgive myself. Underneath all those layers of pain is oftentimes anger at ourselves. Angry that I believed that person. Angry that I trusted that person. Angry that I was so stupid, right? All these things we tell ourselves when we get hurt. And underneath all of that is sort of this anger at ourselves. I know for me, I'm like different times where I've been hurt by people. I'm like, I should have known that. I'm intuitive. How did I not know that? And then I got all confused in my own intuition and angry at myself. So we sit and we start with, I forgive myself. And you got to say it out loud and you got to feel when you're saying it, what is tinging in your body? Do you feel it in your stomach? Do you feel it in your heart? Do you feel it down, you know, in your lower extremities around, you know, the buttocks and that whole area, the root chakra? Um, do you feel it in the head? I forgive myself. Oftentimes, like as I say that, I can just feel my heart um, opening. And now that's also because I had a, uh, I'll talk about that, the class I did this week. Um, now we go to after we start with I forgive myself, say, I forgive others. I forgive others. Ready for that? I forgive others. And when you're saying that, if someone pops up into your head, if something pops up into your head, in that moment, free it, right? If you can send it green light from your heart chakra to them and they can just like get pushed out of your mind. But with it, that's an energy of forgiveness. You know, I forgive others. And again, usually someone will pop into your mind. Whoever has been re most recently caused you the most pain will pop into your head usually. And, and we can't always remove that. Uh, but what we can do is acknowledge it and free it, but free it with love. So when you see them in your head, if something does come to your head, 
you open up your heart chakra, green, even white light, and just imagine pushing them away, but pushing them away with forgiveness and understanding and radical acceptance. Now, here's another one. I forgive all the pain of this year caused by others and myself. So now we're going at the entire year and the shit that happened this year, you know, we all get hurt and we all hurt other people as well. You know, hurt people, hurt people. That is a, one of the truest sayings I learned many years ago. Hurt people, hurt people. Um, I forgive myself of the pain of this year caused by others and myself. Whew. Now, this is to bring forgiveness and understanding to all. And also, this is going to help you bring forgiveness and understanding to all the lost turns that you took in life. That as well. Sometimes the resentment we have for ourselves and where we need to forgive ourselves is also added to the anger of, why did I do that? Why would I have gone there? Why would I have done that? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, you didn't get lost. You ended up right where you were supposed to be. Life is not all shits and giggles and laughter and butterflies. Half of life, because everything is a polarity between light and dark, good and bad, happy, sad. Everything is op- has one equal opposite and the energy is equal, 50-50. So with this, you know, you didn't take. So anything of this year, remove that, that you feel held you back, that you felt like took you down the wrong path that you felt like didn't measure up to what you were hoping this year was going to remove that sit with that forgive yourself put your hand on your heart and another one on your stomach and breathe in deeply and breathe out all that pain breathe out all that resentment breathe all of that out And that's what I want you guys to focus on with this new moon. It might also, I think one of the things about Pisces is Pisces are very good at forgiving and often forgetting. Now, it's not always at the healthiest. They're also known to, um, you know, people take advantage and, you know, they don't have boundaries and, you know, you'll find them often being the ones who, you know, are in bad relationships where they just keep taking the person back over and over again, even though they know that they shouldn't have. So with this, we forgive so then we can move into the new year, the new Zodiac year, open-hearted and ready to take the year on with an open heart. So if you need to go even further, you can write down. You can write down why you're upset with yourself, why you're upset with other people, what your resentments are, and burn them. Free yourself of that. And you might even find it very easy with the season, with this new moon, to forgive, to have compassion, to have empathy, to have understanding, which will be very important. So I hope all of you guys get in that forgiving energy because it feels good. Now, I want to talk about what I did this week. I think I talked about it last week. I started this um, uh, Chinese medicine energy healing course I, workshop I did this week, and we had a Wednesday night part, and then on Saturday we were in person for about four and a half hours, almost five hours. We were together at someone's home um, on the main line here in Philadelphia, and I just went there. I only knew one person who was going to be there, and that's how I found out about this. And it was amazing. First of all, it's amazing to share space with the collective men and women, all of us in there together, and. And the, and the teachers that we worked with, they were incredible. And I did so much, and that's why I think this came to me, healing and removing, I can't 
even tell you what I did. I mean, we were scree- we were on the ground pretty much, you know, hitting our lo- lower chakras, you know, tapping them, but in a very intense way and screaming as loud as we could and freeing ourselves of this stuck energy that is in there. And people, I always challenge people, if you think it's hokey or energy isn't real or anything, get with someone. Get with an energy healer. Go to a workshop like this where you're with a collective energy and you're actually physically doing things to remove stuck energy and you won't even believe what you feel, what you know, what you see. And it's it's a really wild experience. And through some of this guided meditation for a couple hours, and we also got acupuncture um, during this, I... Um, you know, a big thing I've been focusing on is where did I lose somewhat of my joy, my happiness, my easygoing? Now, some of you are listening to this be like, Colleen, you're so easygoing and all over the place. Yes, I am, but there I used to even be more joyful. I was not so closed-hearted. I'm definitely guilty with the Virgo. Virgo moon, when someone hurts me, I like to not, you know, maybe I acknowledge it for the moment, but I, I handle my pain alone, and then I move on. I say, okay, well, that person is dead to me, and we're just never going there again. But that ended up clogging up my heart even more. And and now I'll be the first to admit it. I don't like certain, I like I, I have a lot of trouble actually intimately connecting with people and trusting them. So I don't allow a lot of people in my alone time. You guys, I've shared about this. I have tons of friends out there as far as just like, a nonchalant, hey, how are you? Let's go this, let's do this. I'll meet up, meet you up here. But actually in my alone time, it's very little people and I'm scared. And so I sat there and I, and while I was in this meditation, um, you know, I removed a lot of that pain and I really went back. I went back to my inner child to when I was the happiest, when I was the purest, when I was a little child before the world got to me. And that loving energy came out of me and I wanted that again. Like it was crazy. After this meditation, I was like, That is me. That's what I want again. I want to see the world with that open heart. I don't want to be closed hearted anymore when I interact with people because I'm scared. And that was a really freeing moment. It's now that was just a workshop and it's what I do after. Right. We did a huge major cleansing. My aura is open, but it can close up if I do nothing after that. So I have to continue this work in order to keep this open heart. And and that really is the beautiful way because life is how we see it. You know, we create what our mind, you know, it's not like what's around us creates our mind. Our mind creates what's around us. So if, and this is what kind of happened to me, I would view the world as not trusting. I don't trust people at all. And a lot of people I really don't trust. And so I kept interacting with people that I can't trust, people that are shady, people that are dark, all these things instead of changing my mindset, which is my goal this year, to trusting people and loving people and seeing the good in people. And that's what I'm going to attract. So remember that you see, right? You see what you what's in your head. Okay, so change if the the world around you doesn't make sense, you don't like it, you don't feel it, change your mindset and the outside will change. It was an amazing pro. I mean, it was so good. If you want to know more about especially this couple, they do acupuncture and energy healing. They just moved to this area and I am all in that. I'm going to do some more sessions this year for me is going to be a lot about healing. Um, You know, I'm always on that healing journey anyway. Okay, so that was this week. We're almost finishing up with a few other transits. We got Venus in Aries, moving into Aries. So right away, Venus is actually um, in her detriment in Aries and Aries and Scorpio. 
With Aries, it's in the opposite. You know, Venus's signs are Libra and Taurus. And so the opposite of those are Aries and Scorpio, Mars's signs. So now we got Venus in Mars's home where she's not happy. I mean, she's happy, but it's much more difficult. And she's working at her weakest. We just had her now move from Pisces, where she was exalted, working at her strongest and most supported to kind of being thrown, starting out with Venus and Aries. So it's almost like, okay, here we go. We were happy. You learned some shit. Boom. Now let's go see what you actually learned and put it to work. (laughs) Put it to work. So there can be definitely a little more fighting, a little more aggressive energy uh, with our partners, with our loved ones, with our family uh, when Venus moves into Aries. Now there was a lot of forgiveness with Venus and Pisces. So hopefully we learned a lot about forgiveness and we can harness that energy today as well with the new moon and Pisces and then we realize we don't need to argue when Venus moves into Aries so if someone's fighting if our partner's bringing something up we can say okay wait I learned about this how can I practice radical compassion acceptance and forgiveness in this moment but it will be hard you will be tempted to fight to argue and to do all those warlike Mars things and separate. We also can seek out a little bit more of a fast, exciting energy when it comes to our joy, happiness, and pleasure. Maybe we want to go out and have like a, you know, a crazy BDSM orgy. Or maybe we just want to hook up with someone, you know, someone at the locker room that, or at our gym locker room. <laughs> I don't know. Something that, something that seems really more exciting, sexual pleasure. But even going out there, maybe you'll feel a little rebellious. Maybe you'll want to, you know, rent an ATV and go plowing through the woods somewhere. And, you know, Venus also there has like a fiery passion, good and bad. So there can be some passion. There can be some fire. Um, but it's going to be really, really intense. And I think with Jupiter there, you know, and eventually Venus will conjunct Jupiter, I feel as though that is going to be electrified. I'm going to wait. We're going to talk more about that next week. When that happens, it's going to be very electrified, though. And there can be, too, like we want to maybe feel the pain. You know how sometimes you get it, like you get numb that you actually want to feel the pain? We can kind of like, yeah, I want to feel the pain. Yeah, I want to do this little bit of toxic thing. Even though I know it brings me pain, even though I know it brings me that, I'm like kind of excited. I want to excite things up with there. And the cheap thrills happen. And, you know, we also might feel unsatisfied. We went from feeling satisfied to like unsatisfied. I don't know why this isn't enough. Why isn't this person enough? Why isn't this one glass of wine enough? Why isn't this one joint enough? Why do I want more? And again, so more of excess and more troublesome energy for Venus. Now, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world whatsoever. And again, depending on your personal birth chart will depend on how big this is going to be. But this is just the general energy of what we can expect. Now, we also have Mercury trine Mars on, I believe I said it was Thursday, right? Yes, on Thursday. I'm sorry, on Wednesday, um, Mercury in Aquarius will trine Mars in Gemini. So last week, we talked a lot about, especially the Aquarius season, Um, And things moving during Aquarius season, uh, actions with Mercury moving to Aquarius, words and actions are finally matching up. So last week, the week before, we woke up to brand new ideas. We said, you know what, I'm ready to do this, or I'm ready to figure this out, or maybe this is what I need to do. And they were brand new ideas, but we didn't have the action steps. This week, we're going to start adding actions to those plans. 
the new ideas that are bursting with life, we will now know which direction we need to go um, in order to make that happen. So now, again, we're putting actions with words. You understand me? Actions with words. In general as well, I think we're just going to have some good, fun conversations with people at the end of the week. Um, we'll be, it'll be easy for us to converse. We will want to converse. Uh, we will want to see what's going on with people. And we'll be in that energy until Mercury moves into Pisces, where Mercury's debilitated in Pisces. And that brings a whole other ball game. But, you know, the planets shift and so do we. Oh, yeah. One other thing I wanted to add is with this new moon in Pisces, um, tomorrow it will square Mars and Gemini. It will be very, very quick. It won't be anything major at all, but there can definitely be a little bit of some chaos. I feel like maybe a little bit of mix up in your home environment. Um, maybe a little bit of feeling squirrely or anxious, or oh, I just want to get out of this, or and also a very like quick pop of emotion. Maybe you quickly pop off on someone and you're not sure why, but you just say what you need to say. But again, it will move very fast. The moon moves very fast. So we're talking it's going to be like for five hours we might be feeling this energy and we might feel a little squirrely, like we need to make moves, but we don't know what moves we need to make. And when it comes to miscommunication, it's going to be around just not seeing each other eye to eye, not really understanding what the other person really means. And that leads to miscommunication. So again, like I said, overall, this week is pretty smooth, um, open hearted, forgiving, flexible energy, uh, majorly this week. Now, beginning Oh my God, part of my yawn. See, no sleep. This is what's happening. Hopefully by next week's episode, I'll have lots of sleep. We got a lot. Next week, uh, actually, I'm sorry. What's? Oh yeah, next week's the second. Um, not this week. So next week, it starts the March chaos a little bit. Like I said, I think that March is one of the most dynamic, intense. March and April of this entire year, I think a lot of the intense stuff is really going to be happening Uh right now oh my god so <laughs> i have snapchat guys sorry side note and you know how pete random people can just like call you or whatever literally i'm looking down and it says ugly hose lol snapchat video <laughs> so somehow i don't even know who the heck ugly hose lol snapchat video is but you know they're trying to video me now should i answer it no it's probably some creep snapchat has the craziest creepiest people on there i don't even know why i have that shit okay Back to it. But next week we got on the 2nd, Mercury moving to Pisces. On the 7th, Saturn moving to Pisces. On the 16th, uh, Venus moves into Taurus. So she's really only, only going to be in Aries for a couple weeks. That's actually pretty quick. So that's good. And then she goes back into her home of Taurus where she's happy again. So it's only this brief little moment. And then Mercury in Aries. So yeah. So, oh, and on March 23rd is when Pluto moves into Aquarius. So, you know... Next week, the week after, is going to be a little bit more dynamic. So enjoy the relaxing, forgiving energy of this week. And you're going to want to forgive before Saturn moves into Pisces. I can tell you that. All right. Thank you, everyone, um, for listening and for sharing this podcast. It's the best way you can help me out right now. Subscribe, rate, review, send this to a friend, comment on my videos on social media, all of that stuff. I'm Cosmic Colleen, one C in the middle across all social media and 
definitely follow me on there because I add way more updates while I'm out there living the transits day to day. I put that on my social media and it's usually added information to this show. I hope everyone has a beautiful week full of forgiveness, love, joy, and happiness. And we will be back next week. Thank you.